0: Today's podcast is brought to you by CrossNet, the world's first four-way volleyball net. Set up easily in sand, grass, indoors, or on the blacktop. The perfect game for outdoor enthusiasts as it is combined with volleyball and 4 score rules in a game to 11 and win by two. All right. On today's podcast, I welcome on Andrew Combo Combo Salop. He's a professional basketball player and host of the Combo's
1: Court podcast. Andrew, how are you? uh, Combo, how are you today? (laughs) I'm doing well. Great introduction. I'm actually former professional player, but I got you. It was good. It was good. I like it. I like it. Definitely.
0: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. Former, all right. So you retired?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> how's, it, how's, how's retired life treating you? It's good. It's good. You know, podcasting. I have a son now. Everything is good, you know. Everything is good.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it's got to be nice to, uh, you know, be retired and be able to do some podcasting. And how would you get into the podcasting world?
1: so actually my last year playing overseas I really wanted to get into play-by-play and color commentary but um I felt like I wanted to take things into my own hands and then start my own shows have my own basketball show I thought that was my way in to become play-by-play and color commentary but now going so deep into the podcast I don't even know if I want to do play-by-play and color commentary anymore I, I probably would you know if the opportunity came up but now I'm just building on the podcast and a lot of opportunities are coming from it so just continuing with the podcast is where i'm at right now but yep i started i wanted to start my own show last year playing overseas so that's how it all came about
0: that's awesome and like you have like you're close to you're at like 176 per episodes like how did you like get it started like how did you just like say one day i'm just gonna start a podcast or did you just like start reaching out to people
1: for guests or, like how did you get into it well yeah you know in the beginning i was only doing one episode per month so and then it became two episodes per month. Then it came four, you know, per month. Then it came like pretty much twice a week. We're doing now, um, for the most part. And, uh, well, I'm pretty, you know, I have a lot of basketball contacts. I have a big basketball network from playing all those years. So a lot of my guests that I would like to have on the show are you know, one call away or one email away, but I also reach out a lot on, on social media. So it's kind of a combination of a lot of things. Um, how we get our guests on the show but um, I'm really appreciative of all of the great guests I've had it's really a huge part of of what I have going on all these great guests I've had and I appreciate them all you know
0: yeah yeah definitely I know I feel the same way with you know with doing the same thing started podcasting last year and like getting guests on it, it like helps I don't it's nice to like you know talk to someone else it's tough to host a show by yourself do you feel like that
1: oh 100% I'm not the guy I mean I'm not gonna close myself off to anything. You know, like I would do, like how I said before, like a, I'm not so into be getting into color commentary and uh, and play by play anymore, but I would do it in a second, you know, why not? And also I would I would talk into a microphone by myself, why not? But that's just not where I'm at right now. I really enjoy talking to people and, uh, you know, learning more about them, um, even promoting them, learning different perspectives and that's what I'm all about you know having great conversations I really like having great conversations but I really do appreciate those that could just rant into a mic like that's a skill you know
0: yeah oh yeah oh yeah definitely I know it's crazy I was trying out in the beginning and I was like man, I just feel like I get like monotoned after a little while and I like I'm like such a people person I like I think I need like someone there to help like talk to me because I feel like if I
1: start ranting I'm gonna get lost in what, what what I'm actually talking about for sure, for sure. It's definitely a skill. And actually, my very first episode was by myself called Five Keys to Reach Your Hoop Dreams. So really? uh, that's how I started. Yeah. One by myself, you know, the very first episode. And I think I did one or two more after that. I was one only after that uh, by myself. So, you know, maybe I have to revisit that one day. You know, everything is good in moderation. So maybe I have to bring, you know, once in a while, I'll get those uh, that uh, that performance by myself going again. You know, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. That would be that would be a good one. Yeah, I mean your podcast is great with uh like I, I mentioned before off air that I'm I'm actually i I'm real I'm a big fan of yours and your show. Thank you, um,
1: thank you. Appreciate
0: it. What, yeah, I love what you do and like the guy the guests you have on and you're just so you know, like when you just like it's just such a natural conversation you have and your basketball knowledge is unbelievable.
1: Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I've been playing the game a long time since I was seven years old. So, you know, basketball is pretty much my whole life, uh, a big part of my life, however you want to say it, but I am basketball man. Like that, that's all I'm about, and uh, I have a lot of great conversations on the show. And I, and I said before, just really appreciate all the guests I've had, you know. And yeah, thank definitely. you, really appreciate, you. really appreciate all the fans across the globe that listen to combos Court, you know, and you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, just to, like, try not to be too much of a fanboy, but yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> all we good. Are, all um, and you had mentioned you started playing basketball at seven. Like, how did – was that just a sport that your family had, you know, you guys like you grew up around? Or, like, how did you get into basketball at that age?
1: You know what's crazy? My mom will always say it was because of the show Mr. Rogers. You might be too young to know about that show. But they had a basketball player on. I forgot who it was. It might have been a woman's basketball player. I forgot. But um, I watched that, and ever since then – um, I was just into it all the way. And also growing up in New York City, you have so many options because there's so many parks, there's so many whys, there's so many places to play and there's a lot of good players. Um, you know, then I would go to the park and try and play with the older guys and just perfect my craft over years. And uh yeah, that's how I got into it. You then eventually going to basketball camps, then playing in school and college, and then eventually professionally. So basketball is is basketball is huge in New York City, you know, that's what we do.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, you have the Mac. it's like, a, it's pretty much like a Mac, everyone's known, it's like the Mecca, guys, you got like really good, a lot of good guards, good players that come out of New York City. What's it like right. just to play, like, play pickup games, like if you go to like, you know, even the courts, like the outdoor courts out there, what's it like out there?
1: Yeah, you know, growing up in New York City, um, I used to, you know, I grew up in Riverdale in the Bronx, but I used to travel all over the place to play basketball, and I think it really helped me develop toughness, and um You know, just meeting a lot of great people as well. Just going all over the place in New York City, playing basketball. Great experience. And especially the years I grew up in New York City, it was just different, man. You know, you could get a lot of great players playing in all these different parks. And then eventually playing in the tournaments as you get better, you know, like the Typelands and the Rucker Parks and the, you know, West 4th Street, things like that. It was just, growing up in New York City playing basketball was just an amazing experience, you know, for sure.
0: I can imagine. I I, like, you know, we all seen the videos of the Rucker Park, so I can only imagine what's like playing there. Um, Right. Being around that atmosphere and just playing in such like that, a world-renowned park like that.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: And, you know, and you said you played in college and like, what was your decision to go pro overseas? Like, how did you decide to go play over there?
1: Well, I only did two years of college, so um, I wasn't really a school person, to be honest, so I really wanted to play basketball and make money doing it, so I played in, like, the minor leagues in America. It was called the ABA back then. Um, it's not the ABA. You might have... It was different than the ABA that, like, Dr. J played in. They kind of, like, remade it. They remade it, I think, in the early 2000s, but I played there. We went to Singapore. We went to Canada. We traveled around. It was a minor league, professional league, you know, um, and then... We took that game tape, I got an agent, he took me out overseas to Israel, and then I eventually, you know, played there, worked out with a few teams, ended up playing there, and it led to 10 years, so, you know, it was an amazing experience traveling the world and playing basketball, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's that's so cool, yeah, I was
0: going to say, it's got to be cool to do what you love and be able to travel the world and just have different experiences. Uh, Definitely,
1: it opens your mind, you know, you learn more off the court than on the court playing overseas for sure
0: yeah that's crazy and um is there any part of you that you feel like would you with the tbt going on did you feel like you would ever want to be a part of the tbt
1: i played i played a few years oh yeah. did you really
0: oh shoot Sorry.
1: Yeah. Who'd you, yeah who'd you play for my friend actually created a team of first year it was actually a little bit uh easier to get in the first year and i me and my friend were actually i was overseas and we were talking on the phone every day trying to get it done because back then you had to get emails together hmm. so um that's how we did it. Uh, he got a, you know, he got his emails together, fans of the club, and he, we kind of, we kind of created the team together. Even though it was under his name, um, I had a lot of, you know, a lot of connections to a lot of great players. A lot of my friends were, were great players. So we made a team. in the very first TBT, yeah, wow. I played in that.
0: That's we played awesome. a really good
1: team in the first game. We ended up losing the first game, but it was a great experience. And uh, all our players actually didn't make it. One of them was stuck in traffic. You know, it, it's a crazy tournament because, well, now obviously we're all quarantined there. But, you know, you guys to have guys get there. You know, it, it was tough to organize it. It was uh, it was crazy, man. But a great tournament. And they really organized themselves. And kudos to them. I've actually had the uh, CEO on my show, one of the founders of Dan yeah, Friel on my show recently. We talked about it. But, man, kudos to them for getting it done uh, this year, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's been uh it's first of all, it's been nice to have you know some kind of sport on the you know basketball related, and it's it, it's it's crazy that they're able to you know get them into one like get all the players and teams in one spot, and if your guys have COVID, your team's out of the tournament, and they just replace you with another team on standby, and it's it's uh it's wild. But they, I mean, it's grown over the years, and I feel like it's gonna continue to get bigger. Um, with everything, do you think that the NBA is going to be able to fall
1: suit with that? Well, Jeff, you know how they got all those players in one spot, right? No, how? how? You make a million dollar prize, you get all. Oh yeah, that's in right. That's right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Sure, Never mind. Yeah, I mean, I'd go there if they asked me to play.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. For sure. That's how. And also, it's good exposure for those guys. It could, it could lead to better jobs overseas or even a spot in the league. You know, you never know. Yeah, so, I mean, kudos to them. Saying- diamond stone
0: like for sideline cancer they were saying like he's pretty much like this is like an nba trial for him they were saying less than yeah, yeah yeah all
1: these guys man it's uh it's great exposure you know there's no basketball going on right now i'm actually surprised tbt is not already bigger than it is you know like it's really the only basketball on right now i feel like even more people should be talking about it it's like really amazing i love it
0: yeah yeah i'm actually now that mission it, it's, it's it's true I, I don't see too much about it on um you know, even on ESPN or, um, you know, I see like the, like who wins the games, but they don't really, there's not a lot of, there weren't a lot of articles about it before it even started or anything about teams. Or right.
1: Anything. Right. It's,
0: it was just yeah. weird that they never really, it wasn't as built up as it
1: should have been. 100%. 100%. But you know, it's really like, it's, what it's only, I would say five or six years in. So it takes time to build something, but I think it's going to become something really great. You know?
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I think they hit those like niche markets. They're like, you know, uh, like the, uh, wow, what's it? Wichita State like those teams like those alumni teams like those people are just basketball crazy. There's no professional teams out there. So I think they are right. in, like those niche markets that like people want to see though like their former players come and play and have something to root for.
1: For sure, I agree with you i it, it's a great idea. I love it. I'm a big advocate for TBC. I love what they do.
0: I know I want to start a team next year for Rhode Island, but <laughs> let's see what happens <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit harder to get into than uh the first year when uh we played because i don't think they go with like they used to do this they used to do it like you have to like get a whole bunch of fans and emails together and uh that's how you could get a team like it was basic but now there's more there's less science and more art i would say like so they they put a whole bunch of things into the equation of how you could get a team it's not just getting emails together like in the beginning so it's tougher to get and you need i think you need certain level players like you need say who you have on your team pretty much but that's what i think i'm 100 sure yeah 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 <laughs> you can't come, yeah. you and can't you know, come with your you can't come with your ymca team you know yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> let you <in> <laughs> can't get my over
0: my over 30 ymca team to come with me no
1: you can't all
0: are, yeah. are you on the over 30 ymca team Jeff? i am i'm th- i'm actually 33 so oh wow okay okay yeah I uh okay. I, I
1: respect look, it. Veteran Hooper. Veteran yeah, Hooper. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I, I, look, I look like I'm eighteen, but I uh, I uh nope I'm thirty three. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, okay. I got you, Jeff. All good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh yeah, I actually just did some train I've been doing some basketball training on the side too on uh it's like my, one of my part time jobs I was doing. I was actually doing it down in Dallas with um Donald Driver for a little bit.
1: Oh, nice man nice but skill development is, is great man i love it i just i reached out to drew, drew Hammond on the show we talked about that a little bit yeah skill development I yeah i listened
0: to the episode that was a good that was a really good episode
1: thank you appreciate it yeah he's, a, he's it. he seems like a good dude yeah good dude i mean yeah. really committed to his craft you know
0: oh yeah yeah that's stuff there's a lot of work there's a lot of stuff like um because i was doing it at the i had like a high school level, so. Uh, it was interesting to see it at the college and
1: the
0: the, the pro level when I was down there.
1: Um, very yeah, it all it all mi- it, it all mixes together, Jeff. You know, your high school kids will turn to college kids, and maybe a couple of them become pros. You know. So yeah, it all it all it, it, it's grassroots. It all comes together. You know, yeah. one one leads, one thing leads to the other.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um,
1: but I want to ask you
0: some questions, like you know, about what do you feel about the NBA season, like about the league starting back up.
1: Oh man, it's uh it's controversial, huh? I mean, Kyrie Irving, you know, went on and uh I kind of I kind of think he had some valid points. They wanted to attack the messenger, but you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now and uh man, it just seems like a tough time to start up a league. But, you know, it looks like it's definitely going to happen. Um I hope all the players stay safe because COVID is a scary thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But Um, I'll be tuned in and watching when it starts and I'll be here podcasting about it. I don't know if it's the right move and I see Kyrie's point, but you know, it is what it is. And it looks like the reality of it is they're going to make this thing happen. Um, I have some sources within the league that aren't too happy about being in a bubble, you know, but, uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, Jeff. And it looks like it's going to start. I think a lot of people are excited. I think the Lakers are gonna win it all. Um and that's about it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, all right. That's
0: <laughs> that's pretty straightforward. I mean, I yeah. I just like feel do you think there's like do you think there is a superstar player that if one of them drops out or gets COVID that they'll just cancel the rest of the season?
1: Man, just uh if they cancel the season it'll look like a total disaster. I think there's a chance. I don't think if any one player gets it, they'll cancel the season. Um, and that's – yeah, like I don't think any one player will cancel the season. If, if a whole team gets it, there's a good chance they'll cancel the season. Because if they cancel the season, it looks like an epic failure, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're going to am- do everything. To, they're going to – I'll put it this way without saying anything more. They're going to do anything and everything once they're in the bubble to make sure that everything gets done and they crown a champion. No matter what, you could take that the way you want to take it, but that's how I feel. If that makes, <laughs> I mean, if that I makes think, sense to you, yeah. No, that you, makes can sense. Read I, the line. you can read between the lines. You can read between the lines.
0: <laughs> I, I think I know what you're saying, and I, I think I, yeah. I know exactly where you're coming from. And I, I think you're right. Right. Um, I was just right. wondering. I was just wondering if you think, like, if a LeBron were to be like, "I'm not. I don't.
1: Want, I don't feel comfortable playing deep." Like, do you think they'd be like, uh, like "Oh, prior, 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 prior"? That would have been a huge influence if LeBron yeah. would have said that prior. But he yeah. seems like he's all in. So once he's all in, you know, and the other um, marquee players are all in, you know, they're going to go all the way through with it. They're, once they get in there, they're going to crown a champion, you know. Yeah. They're going to figure it out.
0: They're going to figure something out and make it work in some sort of way. Right. Um, which team do you think, like, you know, has the, has the advantage from not, you know, from not playing so long? Like, which team do you think has the, like has the advantage from rest?
1: yeah lakers man cuz lebron james is going to he both have to rest his body stay in shape and lead others at the same time you know um a lot of guys need the nba structure to stay in nba shape and lebron is not one of those guys and i think that'll trickle down to his whole team avery bradley's a big loss uh you know he's a starter he's a guy that can knock down threes and he's a great defender so they're going to miss him uh all but they have enough, I think, for everybody to step up and make it happen and still win, you know. Caruso has to step up. KCP has to step up. Who's Matt has to step up? LeBron has more on his shoulders. But I think Lakers have the advantage going into all of this.
0: I heard a lot of, like, well, I mean, what do you think about them, like, adding with J.R. Smith, too?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good move. Um, J.R. Smith, you know, he could really win you a basketball game. He could get his shot off very easily which is something not a lot of people talk about. Like, the way he gets his shot off is elite. He can get his shot off whenever he wants. Um, And he he tries on defense. Is he the greatest defender? I don't know. But he tries really hard on defense. He has that relationship with LeBron. I think JR was a good pickup for them. I think they're going to use those first first eight games as a trial period for JR. And then they'll see where they go from there. But um, I think it's a good pickup, you know. JR, yeah. you know, LeBron, I'm sure LeBron wanted him on the team. And what LeBron wants LeBron gets, you know. And uh, I think it is a good pickup.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. I think um anyone, I think, you know, LeBron knows him, knows his style of play. He fit well in Cleveland. He just had that he had that one mishaps in the, the Golden State Warriors game, which you know, that I mean I, I mean you should have known but that happens, but I think I think it is a good pickup for them. Uh if yeah. you think that it's a a team that like could stay with them or hang, hang with them. That's going to give them a challenge in the West.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, the Clippers will give them a challenge. They have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and they're very deep, you know? Um, I think the Clippers will definitely give them a challenge. I don't think they're better than them because of the combination of, I think LeBron's the best player in the world. And I think there'll be no answers for Anthony Davis. So I believe that they're the better team. I believe the Clippers are the deeper team, but I believe the Lakers are the better team that have already proven to play championship-level basketball.
0: So do you think? And I, I think I personally think the the Clippers are going to come out of the West. But I, I think that. Okay. I, I think it's Not a bad Kawhi pick. Is, what's that?
1: It's not a bad pick.
0: No, no, it's definitely not. I just I think Kawhi is and like and I know you said LeBron's the best player. I think that Kawhi is going to be that our the next like face of the NBA which is like, he doesn't, I know he doesn't talk much. He's not that much like superstar, like, but it's more, uh,
1: even if you think Kawhi is the best player in the world, which I don't think so. um, It takes more than being the best player in the world to be the face of the league. Yeah,
0: that's, that's true. And I, I I know LeBron does more off court. Yeah, He does a lot that like promote the NBA, but I just personally, as like a sports fan, like, I think just Kawhi is just such a good defender and has.
1: Do, do you think? Do you think Kawhi is a better all-around basketball player than LeBron James right now?
0: I. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think so. I think. Yeah. I I think Kawhi plays. I think Kawhi is a better defender, but I think yeah. LeBron. LeBron, I think, has the advantage on like the passing and the court vision.
1: For sure. I mean, I think. Um, yeah, I think I think there's two players in the world better than Kawhi, and one of them's injured right now. KD. Yeah. And uh, and LeBron is he could just do so much. He just uplifts the whole organization to a level that, you know, when Kawhi left Toronto, they're still good. You know. Yeah, that's true. When, that's when, true. when, when, when LeBron leaves the team, you know, it's a huge difference. LeBron LeBron could do more with less than anybody ever. I think. <laughs>
0: That's 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 a good point. And now that like you're bringing, it, I'm thinking about those Cleveland teams that he had, that he like, yeah. pretty much carried. And I heard like a uh, an interview with Big Baby. He's like, I we kind of knew that he was going to leave Cleveland, like, because he just for what he was doing with in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then like it's funny, he drags these teams to the finals, and then if he loses in the finals, they count that against him. Like some of those teams don't even belong in the finals, so. <laughs> I know
0: that team that yeah. against the, the, the Spurs, who was it in 2007, 2008? They didn't even deserve to be there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he could do more with less than anybody ever. Yeah. You know? I
0: think, I think you're making me rethink my answer right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. I don't see any way that Kawhi is a better basketball player than LeBron James. And I think he, I think LeBron proved it is well. first of all, availability is, is a big thing. So, I mean, Kawhi wasn't even playing half the games, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. That's so, right.
1: uh, I mean, LeBron, LeBron proved this year at at his age that he's still the best player in the world. I think. Yeah, I, he he doesn't seem to be slowing down either. Like, I
0: mean, he seemed, nah, it doesn't. Well, oh, he to be- slowed
1: down. He slowed down athletically, but you know, he's he's just so smart, and he's still he's still athletic enough to be the best player in the world, and everything else improved. You know, he he he. he his shooting got better, you know. Um, well, actually, this year's percentages weren't, I don't think, great. But he – is IQ – you know, even if you watch him in Miami and you watch him now, he's like – he's even smarter. He was smart back then, and he's even a smarter player now. You know, he led the league in assists. Yeah. He's just – he's everything for that team. He does so much. Coaching, general managing, you know. <laughs> even though that's not his title, he's doing everything, you know. Yeah. I, and
0: do you like? That's the thing I was gonna say. Do you think like he could be like a player coach, like eventually down, like
1: maybe he's a player coach, coach, even though he doesn't have the yeah. title. He is a player coach, even though he doesn't have the title. You know?
0: Yeah, he's
1: a that's he true. is a player coach. Yeah, that's
0: that's true. I he's just I mean he's a player that we won't. He's a gener he's one of those generational players
1: that we don't we won't see again. No. Nah. You'll never see anything like LeBron again. I mean, there'll be somebody who come along. I mean, look, there's always somebody coming along that'll be better than the previous generation. But quite like LeBron, I mean, he's built like Carmelo, but passes like Magic Johnson. And he's going to be one of the leading scorers ever. And gives up to expectation from high school. Uh, never made any real mistakes off the court that we know of except the decision. I mean, that wasn't that bad. Like, it's not criminal. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, he's like a model citizen. I mean, the guy is just, what could you say? You can't say too much more, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think he's always been a guy that stayed out of trouble. And I think the decision went, like you said, it was the, like the worst. And like you said, it wasn't really that bad. It just like, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it was a bad, it was a bad PR move, but you know, like he, he created a school for kids, man. Like, like what he, he he's, Different level, man. Different level, off the court yeah. and on the court.
0: Yeah, he is, and I think he for like last year, uh, a few years ago, when there was like a running in politics. I think he was the first NBA player I can really remember that actually promoted someone for pol for politics, which was Hillary Clinton back in like 2016.
1: Yeah, you know, remember Michael Jordan said Republicans like sneak buy sneakers too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron you know LeBron speaks up you know against social injustice and uh you know he says what he feels which is awesome
0: yeah it is it is awesome I yeah I think yeah he is he's just a like, like you said he is the face of the NBA and that general like you know just able to do everything that he can do to help be that like person that like, you know, is doesn't cause trouble and is just the perfect face for the NBA and a perfect role model for kids. I think
1: too, as well. hundred percent family, man. And uh, all that stuff. And, and to what I was saying before I th- he's, I think it's pretty obvious he's still the best player in the league. I could be wrong though. People would disagree with me. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I uh, have like, I had,
0: I think there's always someone's going to say someone someone different. I, it would have been nice if KD was healthy. It Would have been nice to see him and KD. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he definitely had the best
1: chance for being uh, the best player in the NBA, but he got injured. You know. Yeah. And taking they, that crown from taking that crown, so to say, he had the best and you, chance. And
0: we mentioned the decision, but do you think with KD like going to the Warriors is that kind of like another poor PR
1: decision or like on his career? Uh, I mean. Not all the championships are 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 created equal. I would say so. If you won a championship at OKC, it would have been it would look better for his overall career. Does that take anything away from KD's game? No, like that guy is a, easily a top two player over the past nine ten years. You know, like like no matter where he goes, he's still he's still KD. You know, yeah, he's yeah still it's KD. true.
0: And
1: you're still getting that six ten point yeah point. yeah he's right uh, like public point. perception public public perception might change since he did that but his actual game isn't any worse you know no he's definitely not and that's he's like to another level yeah he, he's basically Kevin Durant is like a cheat code like <laughs> he's, he's unbelievable he's it, unbelievable he's to me he's clearly the second best player in the world and I'm yes. not mad if somebody argues if he's the best I wouldn't agree with them but I'm not mad at him
0: yeah you know no i I you know i I might as like why, but I do agree like I think I was just thinking outside of uh quiet like no Katie this year and Kawhi's, like being playing in the season, but like yeah, I think Katie is he's just a monster and I think he paved the way for a lot of kids to play that are tall that actually handle the ball
1: and shoot like he does. Right, right, yeah, no. Katie changed the game. Katie, cha- came. remember when they said when he was coming to the league that they were worried because he couldn't bench press 185. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and now look at him. He's just, he's yeah. just still, he's
0: still a monster. You can't, you can't contain that, that length and that. It's just not, it's not real. <laughs> like it's just like that, that lankiness that he has, but the shooting, the soup the silky smooth stroke that he has, and the way he handles the ball is just, it's just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, he's different. Handles the ball. Uh great athlete. Um a great shooter. He's like fifty forty ninety almost. The guy's amazing, man.
0: Yeah. He's and that would have been like I, I mentioned and maybe next year we'll be able to see it, but I'm sure it would be nice to see him and LeBron against each other in the finals with like uh you know, with the power with now will we have like the, the dynamic dual league now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well nobody's guarding KD, I'll tell you that. Because when you double him he can shoot right over. So that'll be a that'll be a big issue for LeBron. I'll tell you that. I think LeBron's the best player, but any KD team could take anybody out. I'll tell you that too. That's that's true. That's
0: very true. And uh, and like this year, what, like what do you think about the East? Like who do you think is going to come out of the East now that you know there's no really the Brooklyn Nets are kind of out yeah, obviously out of it with a lot of guys with COVID and injuries and everything like that. Like what do you think about?
1: Celtics or the Bucs or the Sixers well Celtics well Gordon Hayward said he's gonna leave uh, for the birth of a child so it's gonna to be tough for them uh um, oh, he's I a huge fan yeah yeah he's uh he's not gonna play all the way through from what I'm hearing I could be wrong um but uh I, I always like the Sixers man but you know they didn't prove me they didn't prove what I was saying to they didn't prove me right this year shall I say but uh I think, you know, they're healthy, and I, I think they have a good chance to go all the way, even though they didn't have a great season. They really played bad away. They played pretty good on, at home, but they didn't play too well away. Um, and uh, their fit isn't great. You know, they didn't build right around Ben and Joel. Yeah. Um, people say they should trade one, and I don't think so. I think they just need to build things the right way around them. But uh, obviously, the Bucks have the best chance to win it all, you know?
0: Yeah, I um, and I, I heard this in your last podcast, but you don't think the Bucks like Giannis aren't like you're not high, too high on the
1: Bucks. Yeah, I'm just not. I just, I mean, when people start saying Giannis is the best player in the world, I don't, I can't agree with him. I can't yeah. agree with them. You know, I can't. Agree. I think he's in the perfect situation. He's in a great fit. He got shooters around him. He got a lot of space. I think if you put Westbrook or Ben Simmons in his situation, they'll look a lot better. And I've said this before Westbrook – before they made that trade for Westbrook. Um, and then when they made that trade, Westbrook had a lot more space and he looked a lot better. So it kind of proved my point that if you put Westbrook in a system like that, his numbers would look ridiculous. You know, if you put him in Giannis's role, obviously he wouldn't be the same switchable defender as Giannis. He wouldn't have the same value on defense as Giannis. But offensively, he would look amazing on offense. If you plugged him in with the Bucks. You know, if you put Ben Simmons with the Bucks, a little shooters, he probably averaged fourteen assists. You know, yeah. and then there would be and 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 from a product of that, there would be more spacing and he would get to the lane whenever he want. There wouldn't be Joel clogging the lane. Um, you know, Brooke is a shooter. That's what I was say, so, it helps And that it. and that's nothing against Joel. It's just that, you know, that mix is, is is a little weird. You need to fit it right, you know. What do
0: you like and for the Sixers, like, I think that, Lineup is weird, too. Like, they're so – they're so big with, like, Horford and Joel. And I think not having J.J. Redick as that other shooter, like, it's just a weird – it's just a weird lineup. I, like, I don't – and you said that, like, Ben doesn't really hurt him. But I feel like Ben kind of – in my opinion, I think Ben kind of hurts him in the sense that he's not – he doesn't have that jump shot.
1: Yeah, well, you need to put the right people around him to make that work. Mm Mm-hmm. You need four guys that can shoot through. You need four guys that are spacers. Because Ben is, when he's not in transition and you're just hanging out in the short corner, he's a clogger. You can't have too many cloggers on the same team in the modern NBA. You guys who could space the floor. So you just need the right guys around him. You know, uh, he's not like LeBron where he can adapt to any situation. You know, Ben is not that. But yeah. if you put him in the right situation, I think it could work really well. Like if, if like as I was saying before, if Giannis was like on the Bucks, or even in Houston with Harding, with all that space, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I I fully I fully agree. I just I just I I think Ben Stern showed flashes of that, like the you know that LeBron level, the triple doubles and everything like that. But I think like this team isn't. I don't think this team is very well built for him.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. There's but they, I think there's a way they can make it work with him and Joel. But just not with the way it's currently constructed.
0: Yeah, agreed. I, I fully agree. I I was
1: just hoping you said Celtics would come on the east because I'm I'm a Celtics fan. <laughs> oh, Celtics! I mean, yeah. they're a really good team. They're a really good team. I'm not as high on Jason Tatum as others. Really? I How come? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I think Jalen Brown is underrated. I think Jason Tatum's overrated. Wow. I think they're. I think close. I think they're closer to the same level player. Um, I don't know why Jason gets so much more praise than Jalen. I'm not quite sure. But uh, I guess he's, he's, he, shoots, he shoots it better off the dribble. Yeah. Um, you know, from three. But I think they're both really good players. But to call Jason Tatum a superstar is, I don't know, you know.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think that Tatum took that – got out of that sophomore slump and kind of took it to another level. I mean, Brown, sorry. Brown took it to that, another level, too this year. And I think Brown is kind of, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I kind of, I see what you're saying. I think that, I think Brown makes Tatum better to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. If I was Brown, I'd be like, what's going on here? Like I, I don't get any praise. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, he, he, I mean, obviously you shouldn't pay attention to that when you're trying to win championships and be a team guy, but yeah, it's like, I think it's just really biased towards one way with them too. And I'm not sure why.
0: I I'm not too sure either. It doesn't it doesn't really make too much sense. Maybe because Tatum had like a, such a good rookie year and Brown maybe to have like a little bit of a sophomore slump or something like that. But I yeah.
1: Don't. I mean, Jason t- Jason creates better off the dribble. Um, I think that's highly valued in today's NBA. But I don't know all around if he's that much better than Jalen. You know. Yeah,
0: that's true. I know. I I agree. I, I I think I think that. Brown is underrated. I think his shooting has gone up. I think he just... That'd be a good them. quote. Send
1: me that. I might put that on a flyer, what I just said about them too. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I said that? That's a good quote. I, I think I'll put that on a flyer, what I, ever, I just said about those two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I like it. I mean, I like your takes. They're, they're completely different from other people's takes. That's what I like about talking with you about basketball. Like, I could... Like, your, Like just you have such a different view of it and maybe it's just because you've been around the game more and you play professionally and i don't or are you just and you're uh, a student of the game and like i it's it's awesome to hear it's just someone else's point of view because i think a lot of people i've spoken to just kind of you know everyone just kind of agrees with
1: each other yeah well you know it's like i feel that I, I you just have to have a mind for your own and not just listen to what everybody else is saying like Everybody has this thing with Ben about not shooting, you know. And it's like, do you really watch him play? How good that guy is. Yeah. You know, it's like you got to really watch the game, and it, it, it's, it's like it's just you know a narrative builds like it's almost like an avalanche. Like Ben can't shoot. Ben can't shoot. Or Jason Tatum superstar. Jason Tatum superstar. Let's let's just and it keeps building into something crazy. Oh, Jason Tatum's LeBron James. You know, you're like yeah, you're just thinking, <laughs> Things build into things that aren't reality, you know? So yeah. uh, I just try and go with what I see. And um, we just have to appreciate all players for what they are, you know, and, and those that are trying to improve and get better. But I just try and say what I see. Like, I go I go with the eye test a lot, and, I, and I'm really into analytics as well. I love people who – you know, a lot of people are anti-analytics. And I feel like they're anti-analytics because it's almost – let me put it this way. It's almost, uh, it makes them feel better to be anti-analytics because they feel like their eye test is so great. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. I think, like, who, who cares about analytics? Like, I could see the game. Like, no, there's probably things that you're missing over the course of the whole year when you actually look at things that, you know, that could actually benefit a team to be better. So just bashing analytics to make yourself feel like your eye test is great is like another thing that just bothers me out. but I'm kind of ranting right now but you no, get the no, idea. Totally.
0: You're you're fine. I mean, I I agree I think analytics is interesting. I think it's interesting how it came about and how it's how much it has been a part of our part of the NBA and how much it's actually changed the game.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's it, I mean, it it's very useful. It's very useful and um the reason why I like having guys who study analytics on my podcast is because I know they put the work in. You yeah. know? I know they, they looked at data, they put the work in, and their thoughts are not emotional, they're logical. So, that's why I love having, that's why I like having guys who study analytics on my podcast, and that's why I really appreciate analytics. Yeah, no,
0: I, I agree with you. I think it's just, I think it's just something that, it's going to always be a part of our game. I think it's it's going to be something that's oh, going to be a bigger part of it. And it's going to be—I don't know if you have seen. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see if it trickles down to the college and the high school level. I'm not sure if you've seen it here. I know I've come. From oh, I'm sure.
1: Up. I'm sure it's, trick, it's trickled down to the high level college yeah. level already. You know, and you know, it's crazy. I was watching high school games, and they were shooting a lot of corner threes, man. One game I watched. Really? And it was, it was right before, yeah, it was right before the uh, quarantine happened. And I noticed like a lot of penetrating quick and a lot of corner threes. Huh. I noticed
0: that. Yeah. It, it's funny that how like the analytics too. it's also, it's trick, it's also trickling into the NFL. Did you like see with the the Ravens that they hired a kid from like Harvard that he's, he did all the analytics for all the best plays for like Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, no, it makes sense. It started in baseball. I think it didn't even start in basketball. Yeah. Um. Obviously, there's probably people using analytics before we even knew. Yeah. You know. So who knows what the first sport really was? But you know, Moneyball was when it really got uh in the public eye with baseball. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's interesting. It's very interesting what those stats and how much it changes the game and how 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 much it affects the game.
1: Yeah, for sure. People think it's just shoot jacked up a lot of threes. Like according to analytics, is. From what I remember, the free throw is the most uh, high is the highest valued shot, right? And then yep. it's the, the layup, and then it's the three. From what I remember. Yeah. That I makes the it. sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. that makes the most sense on that one. Yeah. But that. then, obvi- but then obviously you need the mid range because the defense knows what the highest value shot is and they're gonna force you to mid range late in the shot clock. So you got to be able to knock that down too. Doesn't mean that mid range isn't important. Just means it shouldn't be your first option. Yeah.
0: And yeah. do you think that do you think Curry's is an analytics player, is Curry's is, like do you think he read into the analytics, and that's why he became such a like a
1: deadly three point shooter? Well, if you look at the perfect analytic player, it's really James Harden because of how much he gets to the line, and then he gets all the way to the rim, and he's pretty efficient from three. Oh yeah. So he's more of the analytic darling, as they say, than um, than uh, Steph Curry. But the, but he de- but Steph Curry definitely changed the game more than even james harden did you know he has all these kids jacking threes uh I, I know. you know from a young age you know you work with kids so you know what it is there yeah, oh my god they'll go into the gym jacking threes it's, it, it 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 drives me nuts
0: sometimes because i'm like we like let's start with like a layup first and then like work our way back and then work on the yeah throws and then we'll actually get into the the three-pointer but everyone wants to you know, come over the half court and just jack like, you know, be the next step, which is, I mean, which it's great that you won't want to, but you have to get to that that level. That guy works on a shot every day. For sure. For sure. That's just my thoughts. Um, I, so you picked the Lakers to win the finals. I'm, I'm going Celtics to win the finals
1: because I'm just, Celtics? I'm being wicked biased right now. (laughs) I could tell. I could tell you. You know, anybody that says wicked would have the Boston winning at all. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, think. I just. I don't know. I'm just hoping.
0: I. Don't I got to be more realistic, obviously, but I think that I would like to see Celtics win. But I think you're right. It could be the Lakers because I think just LeBron is just one of the the best players to play the game, and I think that he he with all that rest, he's gonna he's gonna be something dominant.
1: you didn't answer my question. Who's the better player, Kawhi or LeBron? Uh,
0: Man, I thought I did. I thought (laughs) – I think – I guess I think they're better in both their aspects, but I think that LeBron is. Yeah. Yeah. But you came into
1: the podcast thinking Kawhi, right? Or no?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Kawhi because I think more – the defense, I think the defense kind of just makes me, like, really like him a lot. And I think that's why I think he's one like, the best player. But right. after, you know, when we start talking more, I think just, like, LeBron with the passing uh, yeah. and what he does for his teammates, he makes them just so much better. Just even being there and the coaching and stuff like that. And I'm and I I'm not in the huddle, so I don't see what Kawhi does, but it's kind of obvious that LeBron is
1: the, the better player now <laughs> we talk a little bit yeah. more about it. Who's better, Paul George or Jason Tatum? I think Paul George. Yeah, I think so too.
0: I think Paul George is just so. I think Paul George is. I think so good. So good. I think it's underrated. I think he's. I think he's underrated.
1: I think a lot of people. definitely. Definitely, definitely. I don't know why. That guy is good, man.
0: I think just because of like. The years in
1: OKC, I don't know, or like being in Indiana, I don't know what happened, but like I just—I don't know. Weird. I mean, Kawhi's resume is a lot better than Paul George. I really don't know. I—I uh, I w- I would say that Kawhi is slightly better than Paul George, but not by much. But his resume is obviously a lot better.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. He
0: won those championships with the Spurs, and
1: yeah,
0: and then they won that championship. Yeah, in and and, and,
1: uh, and Kawhi's not the Paul George is not the Paul George is a great defender, but he's not the defender Kawhi is. But offensively, it's – man, Paul George is pretty good, man. And he's a great defender. Not as good as Kawhi, but great.
0: Do you remember how good, like, Paul George was, like, when he was in the Eastern Conference
1: Finals? Like, he took that Indiana team to the Eastern Conference Finals and, like – Yeah. No, he was – he's always – he's good. He's always good, you know. Since, I mean, his first couple years, he he didn't start out as a superstar. But since he got it going, he's always been good. And he came back from a really bad injury and came back to – I mean, he's the same-level player as he was before the injury, so.
0: Yeah, that's. well, I just feel like people, like, forget about that, like, Paul George from that Indiana team that, like, you know, like, he had so much spotlight. I just feel like a lot of people are, like, you know, like, I feel like he would have gained more attention. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know if it's the media that plays into it, you know, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, He's not a um, – he doesn't care about being in the spotlight and all that stuff, and he's kind of a laid-back dude, so. Yeah. That has something to do with it.
0: And do you think that Anthony Davis is going to be like the next best big man?
1: Be? Well, he is the best big man. He is the best big man in the league.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true, not right? next.
1: Not next. I mean, who's better than him? I don't know. Do you think Joel is there or do you think not? Nah, G- Joel is – Joel, talent-wise, is right there with him. But too many injuries and then, you know, his motor is not as – elite as anthony davis's motor but you know ad actually suffers from injuries as well so that's not even a fair assessment but i think that uh joel's voter lacks sometimes he has everything though he has everything he needs to be a- he all hall of fame talent but i think ad is uh more consistent and um like if i could take one player to build my franchise around i'm gonna go with ad because he's more reliable
0: yeah that's true it's it's i i yeah. i agree with you. and what do you and do you think Zion's gonna be this like do you think Zion's gonna be like this next top level player
1: yeah if he stays healthy if he stays yeah. healthy you know if he stays uh, Zion's uh, the minutes i mean the production per minute is phenomenal, so it's gonna be really interesting to see uh if he gets to play those – if he ever gets to a point where he can play thirty five to thirty eight to forty minutes Man, his numbers are going to be insane. Yeah, but I did have John Morant winning Rookie of the Year, and he will win Rookie of the Year. So,
0: <laughs> now, do you think the bias will play into the Zion winning the Rookie of the Year? No. Do I think what the bias, like people like
1: overlooking John Morant? I mean, John Morant's like can't great. overlook John Morant because he played the whole season. I mean, how many games did Zion play? I think like nineteen games. <laughs> yeah, that's not that, that's not that's not even fair. Like, yeah, and, and I and also and I, and I said this on my podcast. I think John Morant's going to come back even better. I um, mean, he's a, he's he strikes me as a guy that's going to really work during the quarantine. Um, he's a hooper, man. That guy's a hooper.
0: He's got a, he just has a motor. I, I think he has that like Westbrook motor that he's just a, a monster. Westbrook motor. But he's smart.
1: He, he he's smarter than Westbrook as a player. You know. Yeah, and, and a better and a better passer. Even though Westbrook did average a triple double, but I don't think assists really tell the whole story when you're talking about vision mm-hmm. and making your teammates better. You know, <laughs> that's true. That's- like some guys, sometimes guys like Westbrook and Harden, they fish for assists. So, I mean, they're great passers, but they don't always make the right pass. They'll just make the pass to try and get an assist, and they don't care if they get a turnover from it. You know what I mean? That is a Jama- hot that's a hot take. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> I don't think it's a hot take. I think you don't think Hart fishes for assists. Like he's gonna he's gonna make the pass that leads to an assist. He's not uh-huh. always gonna make the right pass. So I, I never heard
0: I honestly never heard that. That's I think that's uh I, I haven't heard that take before, but I I think that you're right. I think the turnover I mean like Westbrook is a ton of turnovers game.
1: Yeah, so he'll look for the assist more than the right pass. So he might get a turnover before getting the right pass, even though it might lead to an assist. You know what I mean? LeBron yeah. doesn't fish for assists. LeBron makes the right pass. Like He don't care if he gets the hockey assist. Yeah. So That's little cool. things like that, little things like that, you know, are what leads to championships, not worrying about your stats. That's you know, doing the little things to make championship-level plays.
0: That's that's true, and like, and what do you think of the combination of Harden and like Westbrook?
1: Well, I really think that's a really interesting team, and I want to see them do good just to fuck with people's heads. Sorry, I'm not supposed to curse, right? My fault. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can you can edit it. But yeah, I, I I want to see them win just to mess with people because people don't like them. So I want to, you know what I mean? Uh, like, do don't, don't you feel they're kind of hated or no?
0: I do. I honestly feel like. I feel like a lot of people hate Harden and I feel like a lot of people hate Westbrook and I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because I feel like Westbrook, I think a lot of people just, I think Westbrook has that old mentality. He's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm just here to win type of attitude. And I think Harden, I think a lot of people just see him as like a ball hog.
1: I mean, Harden, I mean, that's a good assessment of Harden, but I think that, um, I think that what they did with that trade was really interesting and I think they doubled down on what they already do good. So I want to see them do well. I really do want to see them do well and uh, surprise some people. I'd love to see them. Even though I have the Lakers winning it all, I'd love to see them. I'd be fine with uh, my prediction being wrong and them winning it all. That'd be great. I would love that.
0: I think that's the team. I think that's the team that I think that is, has the best advantage of all the rest because of Harden plays, so many minutes and everything like that. I think that he's going to – I think he has the best advantage of everything.
1: Yeah, dynamic guard play will will uh, will be good for this open run. No fans, kind of like playing in the gym type atmosphere, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and what, like, yeah. how do you feel about not having the, the fans there? Are you like, I'm I'm kind of excited about it, but what
1: what do you think about it? I'm excited about it. I don't know if the casual fan will like watching a game with no fans though. I don't know what it'll do for ratings, but it'll probably do well because people miss sports so much. I think mistakes we magnified though as i said on my podcast before when you shoot an airball in an open gym when nobody's there it's going to look kind of crazy i think
0: that's true i that's a good point i think that it does
1: point that out there's no Um, there's no distractions so when somebody makes a mistake you're gonna be like like what's going on here you know him just throwing it to like the corner of the gym when nobody's at it's gonna be like <laughs> who, who are you looking at? Like who? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. There's no one yeah, to look gonna, at. <laughs> so,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But I can't wait to see it. You know, I, it's like it's going to be like the, the TBT, but just juiced up.
0: Yeah, I think you're getting. Yeah, you're, it's all the top talent playing with each other. I'm excited. The the biggest thing I'm excited about not hearing the fans is hearing the talks and try to hear some of the plays that they're going to call out and what they're going to run and like. See what's gonna like you know i think getting the trash talking in there i mean i'm sure there's gonna be some leaping out or anything like that too because of the swearing
1: right right it's gonna be interesting it's
0: gonna yeah. be interesting that's yeah, gonna be great uh but yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i i, I can't thank you enough for coming on my podcast cause that's all i have for other questions i could talk basketball with you all night, <laughs> but i don't want to hold you oh. up
1: oh man yeah it was great being here um I really uh, appreciate your consistency. I see. What are you at? Over fifty episodes now? Yeah, I'm at. Um, yeah, I'm at fifty five, fifty six. That's really good, man. That's really good. I once read this stat. I don't even know what's right. The average podcast doesn't get past twelve episodes. So you're on your way, Jeff. You're on your way. Keep doing okay. your thing, man. Thank you. I have to compete with Jameer Nelson now. He, uh, he is,
0: his, his podcast is called Court Vision as well, too.
1: <laughs> oh man. You know what I didn't you know what I didn't appreciate, and I, I'll say this on the podcast. I didn't appreciate all those people that posted Delonte West in such a bad state. You know, I really I really didn't like that. That really I, bothered me. Yeah, I feel I for honestly, like for like they did it. I don't know if they did it to make themselves feel better or for clicks and likes. That really bothered me, and I still think about, I I don't know why like that really uh I, maybe because he's a lefty like me, but well, I'm a lefty too. That really. Oh, you're a lefty too. See, yeah, lefty's yeah. got to stick together. That really struck, like, I remember everybody that did that. And I kind of got, like, I really want to almost, like, I don't know, like get back at them for for showing Delonte West in a bad state like that. Like, what's the point of uh, posting somebody when they're not doing well? Like, that has nothing to do with basketball, you know? There's, there's
0: no point. At that point, it's just kind of, like you said, that's quick bait. That's what it yeah, is, yeah. Honestly. I just,
1: I really didn't appreciate that. I didn't like that at all, but I don't, that's just I don't my like thoughts.
0: That. I don't like that either. No, I, I I, I, honestly feel bad. I really feel bad for him. I hope that he gets the help or something that's going on, but seriously, there's no need to post that to show off yeah. like, what's going on. Like, what, like you said, what, what is the point? What's the point of posting that?
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I really believe that it makes people feel better about themselves or they just want some likes off it. So it's one or the other, but. It's both corny, in my opinion, but that's it's, just it's, my like, thoughts. it's it's like when people hate on other people for no reason, it's like
0: they just do it to make themselves feel better about themselves, you know
1: yeah, I yeah, I agree, I agree, but Jeff man, thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah. really appreciate it, man.
0: yeah, thanks, combo. I really appreciate your time and everything, man. like I said, big fan of the show and what you're doing um check everyone, check it out combo's court podcast. Um, how yeah, yeah. Subscribe, rate it. I'm sure everyone's gonna give it five stars because it's one of the best ones out there. Just talking with you right even now with basketball and everything, you're just your your level of knowledge is unbelievable, man. You're just a,
1: a, so good, so good to talk to you. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, anytime you ever need me on the show, I'm here for you, Jeff. Um, yeah, combo score podcast, rate, review, subscribe. Punch down on that subscribe button, all that good stuff, Jeff. Follow me on uh Instagram one two combo and E T W O C O M B O. Thanks, Jeff. Really appreciate you, man.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you too, Andrew. Talk soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.
1: Later.